What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your fairy sex mother. I'm here with another episode for the Sex Experience Podcast. If you hear like some ruffles, tuffles, or whatever in the background, our dog, me and Dre's dog, is currently eating his lunch because <laughs> apparently he didn't finish his breakfast. So, bada bing, bada boom, bada But the reason why, before I get into this episode, I stopped making recordings for like two weeks was because one, I had like a family emergency. And then two, I didn't realize like how busy or how like relaxed I was going to be in Colorado with, for Dre's birthday. And y'all, if you ever, 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 ever get the chance, visit Colorado. It's not even just about the dispensary or anything like that. It is beautiful there. The view, the scenery, the the entertainment, the things to do. It's just... It's a, it's really an amazing place to visit, like live, visit, whatever. Like Colorado, you showed me a good time. No complaints. Ain't no complaints. Uh, who said that? I think it was Drake who said that or whatever. But all in all, I had a really great time. And maybe like one day I'll talk about that in the episode about like how Colorado went. Well, no, not really. Because, <laughs> yeah, never mind. But anyways, this episode is going to be about how good health is equivalent, it equals parallel to good sex or to having a good sex life. So the first thing on how a good health, on how good health is equivalent to good sex life is number one, drinking water. It shouldn't be a a topic of conversation that someone needs to tell uh, an adult how important drinking water is. But for the sake of the conversation, let's talk about it. Water is one of the most natural things made on this earth. Now, I ain't saying there isn't no bad water because we all know like um, when Boosie had did like the acidic, I think it's called the acidic test. And he showed us like there is some water that we shouldn't drink as much or every day because of how much is like how acidic it is and how bad it is for our pH. Like I remember Dasani was one of the bad waters, but there are some good waters out there. But point blank, period. Water is good for you. For men, I'm going to talk about like you guys' sperm. Water helps clean your sperm out. Like it makes it less salty. It makes it taste good, honestly. And then for guys also, if you're the kind of guy that likes to nut on someone's face or nut inside of them, whether it's in their mouth, in their vagina, or in their anal cavity, you should be drinking a lot of water because, okay, let's go for the face. If you nut on someone's face and your uh, sperm is acidic or it's disgusting, it's salty, whatever, you can cause a bad reaction to that person's face. They could break out in like different pimples, hives, all this other kind of stuff. You know, you don't want someone's face breaking out because you know that they're like, how embarrassing, honestly, let's talk about it. How embarrassing is it that if somebody goes somewhere and they're like, damn, what happened to your face? Like, what are you allergic to? Why are you breaking out like that? Oh, I was fucking Daquan this weekend and he nutted on my face. Do you know how disgusting everyone's face is going to be knowing that your sperm is that fucking gross? Like, let's say that person had clear, clean and clear skin, like flawless, no bumps, no wrinkles, no whatever. And then they fuck you and then literally you nut on their face. 
And they just come back with pimples, cysts, hives, breakouts everywhere. Yeah, that can happen. Like, you're sitting there looking like, that can't really. No, that can happen. Like, if your sperm is disgusting, salty, acidic, or whatever, it's not healthy, oh, that can definitely happen. For the ones that like to nut inside of people, whether you're nutting inside of a mouth, in a vagina, or in a anal cavity, an asshole, butthole, booty hole, or whatever, let's start with the mouth. If you're not in someone's mouth, respectfully, they're going to spit it out. And not even respectfully, disrespectfully, they're going to spit it out. And depending on how disgusting it is, they're going to spit it out right there in front of your face, like on the bed, on the floor, on the carpet. If you guys are in the bathroom, in the sink, like don't even sit there and think that they're going to swallow it just for the sake of not embarrassing themselves. No, if that shit is disgusting, patooey, right out. No, no, nobody wants that nasty ass taste in their mouth. And then... child no 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 you you don't want it in your mouth and they're not gonna want it in their mouth because if honestly if a man don't want to kiss you right after um you nut in their mouth if a man nuts in your mouth and he's not okay with kissing you right afterwards he either a knows his sperm is nasty or he don't like you like that or he don't respect you like that but let's say for a sake of conversation you know he does like you like that. Like y'all fuck with each other in that sense. If he not willing to kiss you right after, oh sweetie, I ain't got nothing for you. I ain't got nothing for you, baby girl. Like, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Nothing inside of a woman's vagina. You can throw off their pH balance with that. How? Oh, it's so, it's, it's, it's science. Honestly, it's simple. Everything that, honestly, anything that a woman puts inside of her has a risk of throwing off her pH balance. A woman having sex with a new partner can throw off her pH balance, losing her virginity. Sometimes when a woman's cycle is about to come on, when a cycle is going off. It's so many things that can affect a woman's pH balance. And so your nasty ass sperm should not be one of those things. Putting in the booty hole, honestly, you done in the booty hole and your sperm is salty, sour, spicy, whatever. Honestly, it stings. Like, it doesn't feel good. It's not a good, like, your salty ass sperm does a lot more damage than you think. And what is a way that I can fix it, fairy? Oh, simple. Drink more water. Drink a gallon of water a day, eight cups of water a day. It's not that hard. It's not that bad. If you drink even if you do the gallon thing, there's gallons out there that has like times to tell you when you should drink or how much you should drink within this hour or drinking eight cups of water a day. Drink two cups of water when you first wake up and two before you go to bed. That's already four right there. You just need four more throughout the day. It's 24 hours in a day. There's no way in hell you cannot drink eight cups of water in 24 hours. It's no way. It's no way that you can't do it. You can do it and you should do it. And if anybody sits there and tells you, I don't like water. If a person can't drink water naturally without adding no other preservatives or anything else to it, then that's something wrong. If a person has to add some type of sweetener, quote unquote, to their water because they don't like it, then you shouldn't fuck with that person. I'm not saying who you shouldn't fuck with in life because, you know, love is love. But, you know, if you want a healthy Sex relationship, a part of a healthy sexual relationship is making sure your health, your your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual 
health is intact. And right now your physical health could be in jeopardy because you or the person you fucking with is not drinking water. So that's number one. Number two, of course, if I'm talking about drinking water, eating healthy. Look, hear me out. When I'm talking about fast food, I'm not saying fast food. Well, I've got my words tongue-tied. When I say eat healthy, I'm not saying 100%, 1,000% cut out fast food. I know I eat fast food sometimes because either A, I've done a lot at work and I don't feel like standing up and cooking, taking however long it does take to cook if I don't have anything cooked by then. Or if I just need something, a quick pick-me-up for whatever I got to do that day, then yeah, sometimes I'll go to a fast food restaurant and then do my thiz naive. But I don't eat fast food every single day for every single meal. I don't have a fucking Egg McMuffin for breakfast and a fucking chicken sandwich for lunch and a burger for dinner. I don't have fry, I don't have potatoes consistently in my diet, like from a fat French fries from a fast food restaurant. No, I mostly cook and mostly eat at home. Home cooked meals, healthy home cooked meals, and healthy food creates better energy. More, ex- it creates better energy, and it just makes you feel good. It helps you feel better when you eat fast food. Fast food contains a lot of what? Salt, sodium, MSG. All that stuff is proven to bring your mood down. It helps you. It makes you tired. It makes you sick. It can make you fatter like within weeks, days, months, or whatever the case may be compared to you eating at home and you seeing exactly how you season your food. You're watching what ingredients you're putting inside of your body. Because to be honest, we don't know what the hell these fast food restaurants are serving because there are people who come out every day and be like, do you know what's inside of your Taco Bell meat? Do you know what's inside of McDonald's burger? Do you know what's inside of your Burger King burger? Like, they'll come out and tell you, like, do you know what's inside of the food? And then they'll try to expose the restaurant and stuff like that. Like, and then you don't even know if they're still telling the truth. But if you're at home, if you go to your grocery store and you buy 100% chicken, 100% beef, ground turkey, chicken thighs, chicken breasts, shrimp, actual shrimp, actual crab legs like you see the stuff that you're buying you see what you're seasoning it with you see what you're putting inside of your stomach it is more likely for you to know what you're okay with than just having someone make it for you and say yeah this is cordon bleu but it's really like just some bullshit put inside of your body like no and how does food equate to better sex i mean it's the same thing as water you don't want to just sit there and fuck somebody who's been drinking lemonade all fucking year salty ass sperm disgusting as uh pussy juices like come on now realistically you don't want to do that and then i did the men for the last example ladies this one's for you what you eat because we've all heard this whole pineapple scenario where if you eat a lot of pineapples your pussy juice is going to taste like that Mm, discussion for another day but let's say you eat unhealthy all the time all of the time you eat unhealthy you're not the healthiest person you don't you always eat out you eat fast food dudes will sit there and talk about you y'all know how this stuff goes like let's not sit here and play of people being like oh i keep it g y'all don't pillow talk if it's bad if it's bad people are going to make fun of you 
And you don't want that kind of image on you like that your vagina stinks, it tastes bad, you have a natural odor. Your body odor is very repulsive. It comes from what? The food that you eat, how you take care of yourself. So, you know, be careful what you put inside of your body because what you put inside eventually has to come out. And it will either come out in your anal cavity when you take a number two. It'll come out when you pee because sometimes if you eat unhealthy so long, your urine will start to stink really bad. And your urine will be yellow or damn near orange. If your urine is yellow and orange, no. Clean it out. Clean it out. Clean it out. Drink some water and eat healthy. You don't want to have brown, orange, yellowish discharge on your panties or on your panty liner because you're not eating properly. Very, how does this have to do with my sex life? Nobody is going to want, I mean, there are some weirdos, you know, who will smash any and everything and also will have sexual relations with people who have a certain smell. But as a grown person, and like, let's be realistic, and we care about our health, people who care about their body, who care about how they present themselves, nobody wants to be sleeping with or having sexual relations with someone that stinks or that smells. You don't want a man to put on a condom, and right before he hits you from the back, as soon as he spreads your pussy lips open or he spreads your booty cheeks open, he has that like, mmm, face, like where his top lip is touching his nose, and it's like, mmm. That's funky. You don't want that on yourself. That's embarrassing for you. That's embarrassing for him. And then you just never know. Like, nigga could go back and be like, hey, y'all, her pussy stank. And now you just walking around, people sitting there pointing and laughing at you, talking shit behind your back because your pussy stank. And you can't sit there and get offended by it because why? You're the one not taking care of the poom poom. Take care of yourself, you guys. Take care of yourself. Watch what you eat. Watch what you do. You know, it. that kind of stuff is really important. On a serious, 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 serious tip. Number three, something good health equals to a good sex life. Make sure you work out. Now, I'm not saying Tybo. I ain't saying you got to do a full 30-minute, one-hour workout, one-hour, 45-minute, two-hour workout every single day. I'm not going to say that because guess what? I don't do that. I'm not going to sit here and lie to nobody. Like, that's dumb. But... I know that one of the ways that I was able to maintain a certain level of sexual endurance, I think that's what I want to say. Yeah, and I was able to maintain a certain level of endurance during my during my sexual activities or my sexual encounters was because I kept a work I kept up with my workout regimen. I may not work out every single day, but at least three times a day, I mean three times a week, excuse me, I work out. I make sure I am fully involved in my squats. I personally like riding or I like doing certain positions that does require my calves, my thighs, and my lower body to do a lot of work. So I have to make sure that I don't get cramped up. I don't get knotted up. I don't be in pain when I am in those positions. Just like I said, squats. Squats are amazing exercises to help also lift the booty and Help, you know, ride that thing, ride that thing like a soldier. You know, Meg got incredible knees. I'm pretty sure Meg's squat game is amazing. And, you know, she didn't get there. I mean, pretty sure Meg got there from natural talent because, you know, Texas raised everything bigger in Texas, all the other kind of stuff. But also how she keeps up in her endurance. Meg can, we've all seen her several times twerk 
on her tippy toes for damn near like a minute or so. And she does it with ease. We've never somebody pull up a video or send me a video of you seeing Megan struggle while she was twerking on her knees. Y'all don't want to use Meg. Let's use Sierra. Sierra is an incredible dancer, but she has very good endurance. How do these people have good endurance? Because they work out. They keep a certain they keep a certain workout regimen so that way they don't lose that endurance for whenever they need to use it. I don't know what their sex life is like, but I'm saying them as performers, as we've seen them on TV, we know we've seen Beyonce do it several times when she does her behind the scenes to her big uh, productions and stuff. She works out. She goes on an eating cleanse. She takes time and really makes sure her craft is perfected. If you enjoy sex as much as that you quote unquote said that you do, do the same thing. Make sure your craft is perfected. Squats, again, can help with riding dick. Ladies, let's not sit here and talk shit. We've seen, we have seen several times on the internet how there are funny ass memes or gifs or videos of a girl being like, oh, when I'm riding dick, then two minutes later, she's tired. She's getting off. She got a cramp. She knocked out. She don't want to do it no more. You know, it's hee hee ha ha funny because, yeah, we can relate. But being realistic, are you okay with just doing it for two minutes? Do you feel like you want to go longer? And if you feel like you want to go longer, but you can't because of your knees or your legs or your body is getting sore or you just can't last that long, then what should you change? You're eating right. You're drinking water. What should you do? Try working out before you have sex. Especially if you know you're going to have a dick appointment. Like if you have a scheduled dick appointment, just try working out or at least just two to three times, two to three times a week. Just do simple exercises that not even just ladies, men too. Because certain exercises can help with your endurance level. They can help with your stamina. They can help with you being in the moment and staying in that moment until you're done. Men, when you're done, a.k.a. when you nut. Ladies, when you're done, basically when you're either tired of that position or you've caught an orgasm or you've caught an orgasm so huge that if you stayed right there, you're just going to knot up. Simple workouts. There's so many workouts out there that can help with so many things. Simple workouts or even yoga. Meditate. Relax the mind. Relax the body. And then once you learn how to relax and you build your endurance level, your sex life can be through the fucking roof. The roof. The riggedy, raggedy, freaking roof. Boom. So number four into having a good sex life, also equaling good health, vice versa. It's healthy communication. I've said this so many times on here. You guys, you got to talk about what you like and what you don't like. If you are in a consistent monogamous, well, it ain't got to just be monogamous. But if you're in a healthy relationship, whether it's monogamous, po- uh, polygamy, whatever, poly, whatever. Whatever kind of relationship you're in, healthy communication is always going to correlate to good sex. Why? Because you'll know what to do, how to do it, when to do it for you and your partner. You got to tell them what's up. If you if the dick ain't hitting on shit, don't sit there and lie to them and be like, oh, you just dick me down. No, you did not. No, you did not. Don't lie to them. Yeah, baby, your pussy wet as fuck. It's not. It's not. Let's fix it. Let's talk about it. Let's add lube. Baby, I feel like if you suck my dick a little bit longer, you could definitely get that nut that you want out quicker. I feel like if you ride longer, then 
I feel like if I could ride you longer, if you allow me to ride you longer, I could catch a bigger orgasm. I feel like if you would stop going so fast all the time, or as soon as you start, it could create this motion. I feel like if you lick it like this, then this could happen. If you suck it like this, like, you know, talk about what you want. It's nothing wrong with explaining yourself. Again, if you like, and this is just the thing. If you like sex as much as you say that you do, because people love to sit there and be like, oh, I love to have sex. I love sex. I'm good at my sex. Like, are you really, though? Are you really? Do you, are you good at sex because somebody else told you that you're good at it? Or do you believe it in yourself? Because if I go based off of what everybody else has said about me and my sex life, I'm going to just sit there and be like, oh, I'm the queen. I'm the motherfucking goat. But I know sometimes those people were lying. They were just telling me stuff because they wanted me to hear something so it wouldn't hurt my feelings why do I say that because if it was honestly that good to the point where niggas really felt the way that they felt a lot of stuff wouldn't have happened to me the way they did realistically so then what is it why do I feel like I have good sex I feel like I have good sex because I've taken the time out to make sure my body my mental physical spiritual and sexual health is in order I feel like I have good sex because I tell my partner where if I'm not feeling it the way that I want to feel it, this is what we need to do so I can feel it. I tell my partner that if I'm not in the mood, I'm not going to force myself to be in the mood and then fake it just because he's in the mood. I'm not faking nothing. If I don't like it, I don't like it. If I ain't fucking with it, I ain't fucking with it. I'm not going to fake it for my partner to boost his ego. I'm not going to hurt him or disrespect him or make him feel less of a man, but I'm also not going to stroke his ego just so he can go out there and be like, who's the man? You the man. Strong, healthy, black man. But uh, no, 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 no. We keep it one thigh wow. And in order to have a good sex life, in order for your sex life to prosper, be great, and just elevate throughout your life you got to have healthy communication you really have to if you don't then you're just gonna be sol and you're gonna sit there and be like what the fuck did i do wrong well 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 and last but not least in order to have a healthy sex life y'all y'all gotta get tested like you got to be a grown man. You got to be a grown woman. You got to be grown about your shit. You got to get tested. And every time, and y'all, and this is how getting tested really operates. It's multiple ways that getting tested honestly operates. Number one, if you are not in a committed relationship, again, whether it's monogamous or poly, whatever, you need to get tested every time you get a new partner. If you have a new partner, if you have a new partner like once every month, get tested once every month. Why do I need to do that? Because you never know what that person had before and what that person got while they were with you and what happened afterwards. You never know. There are some sometimes when you go to the doctor, and if I'm not mistaken, it's not sometimes, it's all the time, but don't quote me on that. But sometimes when you go to the doctor and you tell your doctor, I want to get tested, they're only going to test you for the basic bitch shit. They're only going to test you for chlamydia, gonorrhea, um, trick, like very surface level things that anyone could get on it at any time. But you have to go in there. And when you say you want to get tested for everything, you have to tell them specifically, I want to get tested for chlamydia, STDs, STIs, age, AIDS, HIV, herpes 1 and 2, syphilis, all of that, HPV, all of that. You have to tell your doctor specifically what you want to get tested for. 
Because if you don't, then the only thing you're going to do is keep getting results saying, oh, you're clear of chlamydia, you're clear of gonorrhea, you're clear of trick, you're clear of crabs, you're clear of this, that, and the third. But are you clear of everything else? Are you? Because then you don't want your that person that you fucked like four months ago randomly calling you, texting you, hitting you up on social media, being like, hey, you need to get tested for A, B, C, D, E, F, G because you were the last person that I had sex with and they saying that I got this. And then here you come with the, no, nah, I get tested. I'm good. My papers say I'm clear. They said that you're clear for the basic level bitch shit, the surface stuff. But did you get tested for everything? Get tested even if you're in a relationship mono or poly get tested i've been with my boyfriend for four years literally four years february 16th marked our four-year anniversary i still get tested every six months why because you never know where in our relationship something can go wrong it's been so many times where i i think i hope everyone was taught this in school but you know sex education is not taken seriously in certain school systems or in school systems, period. But um, HIV and AIDS, that doesn't show up in your body as soon as... Like, if you go get tested right now, it's not going to show up in your body right now, possibly. It only shows up when you have an outbreak, just like herpes. Herpes too. It shows up when you have an outbreak, but if you don't have an outbreak, it's not there. And they also have... They have pills now to where um, if a person does have HIV, AIDS, or a herpes too then you take the medication so much that it doesn't show up in your bloodstream. It doesn't show up when you get tested. They know that you have it from their hospital records, from doctor records, but if you go get tested somewhere else, it's basically trying to cover up the fact that you have it, but it's actually not cured. Don't put yourself at risk just because you want to have fun. Don't put nobody else at risk just because you want to have fun. Get tested. It is okay. We all have to do it. Sometimes we don't like going to the doctors. We don't like getting, we don't like needles, getting our blood drawn. Blood makes us queasy. You know, all that other kind of stuff. I get it. I was like that at one point when I lost my virginity and I first got tested and I saw that big ass clamp. I forgot the exact name of it, but they had to use on me just to check my ovaries and to get a swab of my cervix and just to check me so I could get tested that shit scared the living fuck out of me when I learned how men get tested they have to basically stick a cotton swab in you guys penis hole I understand that is scary but you know what's more scary getting a phone call six months later saying that somebody that you had raw unprotected sex with has AIDS herpes to HIV Somebody who you ain't talked to or slept with in weeks telling you they got chlamydia and you've been raw dogging half of your city. You know, it's a scary feeling. And then you have to take responsibility of that. And also, here's another thing that y'all may or may not know. Hopefully you know it and you like really take it seriously. If you knowingly have an STD or an STI and you still actively have sex with other people and you do not tell them they have the right to put a warrant out on you like that is that is lying and that's putting someone else's life in danger you don't know what another person may have that if they catch an std or sti it will do something to their body that will make it worse or whatever the case may be just get tested you guys again it's not 
it's painful. Maybe. Is it bad? Eh, whatever. But the results can benefit you for the future. Just get tested. Good health equals healthy sex life. Having a good sex life does not always mean how wet you can get. Having a great sex life does not always mean what positions are you best in? Can you how long you can ride, how long you can last. Honestly, having a good sex life is taking care of your personal health. It, having a good sex life starts with you and then it adds to the partner. If you're not taking care of yourself, then how do you expect someone else to take care of you? Capiche? Kaposh. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and can't wait to see you for the next one.